This is the 12th running play of this game for the Dogs, but they've had great success. Chubb not down yet. Turning and chugging to the end zone. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Draft Daily. We're joined again by Charles McDonald. You can follow him on Twitter, at 4 He had so much fun talking to Sonny Michelle that he's going to talk to us about Nick Chubb. Charles, how are we doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Uh, back to talk about the next uh, of the Georgia's running back duo, Nick Chubb. You know, he's kind of an interesting guy because he's, you know, he had that catastrophic knee injury, but I think he bounced back pretty nicely from that for his, for his own career. Yeah, absolutely. I think Nick Chubb is one of those guys that everyone is rooting for. Like, even if you don't necessarily think he's going to be the best, I think you want him, him to prove you wrong because of that story and that knee injury. Yeah, and it, it, the thing is that he was able to get back to playing productive football, which is pretty re- remarkable when you just take into the fact like how catastrophic it was i mean he he passed out when he got hurt and not even a full year later he was back starting the season versus north carolina he ran for 200 yards so it just kind of i think it, it's just kind of a feel-good story because he was able to get back from that and really improve his play it really just felt like game after game after game he got better more comfortable with his knee so yeah we're all rooting for him now we're here to break him down a little bit today with that injury man i i was really scared it was like another Lattimore injury and we were not going to see this you know, a superstar. I mean, when he was a freshman, when Gurley got hurt and he stepped in, he was absolutely incredible. Do you think he's at the same level now as, as when he was pre-injury? I I, I think he's close. You know, it, like when he when he before he got hurt, he was just unbelievably good. I think he averaged uh, eight yards a carry as a sophomore that season, which is just unreal. If you just go back and watch, uh, I think it was the game versus Auburn, maybe his freshman year. Like you just saw, this guy is not normal you know he's not like the rest of these running backs but obviously that the knee injury hurt i don't think really hurt his long speed i think it more hurt his cutting ability and it's gotten progressively better over the past two seasons but it's not quite at the level that it was pre-knee injury which makes sense i mean usually guys i mean a lot of guys would never even come back from that in the first place so the fact that he's able to come back and average like seven yards of carry last year's is just outstanding yeah i don't think he's quite fully back but he's still back to a point where he can be like a, a big piece to an offense in the NFL. Yeah, I would agree with that completely. And, you know, he was so good his freshman year that the talk was, you know, is Todd Gurley really any good or is this offensive line just the best in the country because you can throw anyone in there and he runs for eight yards to carry. And then people were like, oh, wait, no, Nick Chubb's just also really, really good. So my favorite thing when I watch Nick Chubb is when he runs between the tackles, man, it's a thing of art. Like, he's got great vision. Whatever is blocked, he's going to get. He's got good power. He's got good leg drive. He never gives up on a play. Like, he, there, there are plays where he's touched at the line of scrimmage and it goes eight yards because he's dragging defenders. Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, the play that whenever I think about these guys now or whenever I think about Nick Chubb now is uh, – I think about that touchdown run he had versus Oklahoma, where <laughs> I think he broke like five or six tackles on uh, within the box before he broke free for a touchdown. So you just see like how strong he is uh, from his lower body, and you can see how well he he picks apart holes. I mean, he's got great patience once he gets to the line of scrimmage, and he's got he's still got more than enough burst to kind of play it patient a little bit and then explode through once he sees uh, a hole open. But, yeah, just his, his strength on the inside, his burst, his vision, it, it all just kind of helps him become just a, a phenomenal inside the tackles runner. 
Yeah, I, I'm assuming that we're going to get some Mike Mayock talking about how he's got a bubble butt, which, again, I'm not saying, but Mike Mayock, that's his go-to <laughs> phrase. He, but he's got a really good base. I mean, you can just tell that he's, he's really strong. He's got great balance when he runs in between the tackles, too. I mean, you see guys go at his legs all the time, and he just throws them off like they're not there and maintains his balance, which is terrific. Do you think that he can be more than a two-down back, or do you think ultimately his his role in the NFL is as a two-down back? I don't know, because I, I feel like with Sony Michelle, we, we had a lot of – you know, not a lot, but more examples of him being able to be a receiver than we do with Chubb. Now, it's not to say that Chubb can't do it, but, you know, I think right now you have to project him to a, a more of a two-down role. And, I mean, maybe he can go out and be this great receiving back. I think it's just more he hasn't gotten the opportunity yet, but you still haven't seen him show as much as, as Michelle has uh, over his career to me. So I, I think he's a two-down back to start off, but he's, you know, he, if he can still get back – if there's a way, maybe like if he's when he's two or three years removed from that knee injury, and if he can get back to like that sophomore form, I don't know, like that, that that's a guy that could be a superstar back. But right now, we're just we're still kind of seeing him get to find his way back from that injury. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, we talked about earlier with Michelle on the previous podcast that you don't necessarily want to assume a guy can't do something because you haven't seen it. But Chubb only ran 58 routes this past season. He had two catches. He didn't necessarily look the most comfortable pass blocking. I think right now his role is as a two-down guy. And we talked about, you know, he has that long speed still, but his uh, his suddenness and quickness isn't necessarily there right now as what it was pre-injury, which could affect his route running and ability to win uh, one-on-one battles in space against linebackers. Uh, even as a uh, as a two-down back, that still has, still has value if you can really excel in that role in today's league. I mean, look at what... Garrett Blount has done the past two seasons for the Eagles and the Patriots. Like that, that role still has a lot of value. Now it's just kind of determining where you want to take that in the draft. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we just we see Jordan Howard these last two years. You know, do a lot for the Chicago Bears, and I think that that's kind of as a role ideal for me for Nick Chubb. I think he's probably more talented than Jordan Howard, and I'm a Jordan Howard fan. But I think that, you know, he's going to get 18 to 20 carries, mostly in between the tackles. He'll break some big runs. It's kind of what we're looking at for him in terms of his uh, beginning of his career. Yep, I feel the same way. So since we're talking about that, where would you take that kind of player in the NFL draft? I think I'm not going to get to as many guys as I usually do this year uh, just because I'm busy. So I'm, I'm sure Nick Chubb will probably end up being, you know, in my top. 30 players just because I'm not going to watch too many. But I think that if you can get a guy like that at the end of the second, like top of the third, like in, in that sort of range, that'd be pretty good. I think if the Panthers took him to be a replacement for Jonathan Stewart, you know, you have McCaffrey and Chubb back there. I think that that would be the best landing spot for him. And I think that Chubb can do a lot of the things that Jonathan Stewart used to be able to do when he was uh, really playing well, like in the like 2010, 2011 in that, in that range. I think the thing that makes me feel good about Chubb is that he might be the, one of the safest prospects in the draft in terms of I know exactly what I'm going to get from him. Yeah, you, know, like, you, know, you don't have to spend an egregious pick to get him either. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think he's probably going to go round three would be my guess. And I think you're going to get a guy that's going to touch the ball 18 to 20 times. He's going to get everything your offensive line blocks. He's going to get some big runs. He's going to be a beast in the red zone. Like inside the five-yard line, Nick Chubb can dominate in the NFL. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And just 
when you look across the landscape, you know, there's there's a lot of I think there's a lot of good spots for him to go right now. If you, if you can get him to be, I don't know, like if if you have, if you have a guy that's with a little speed and you want a sledgehammer back that can still break a long one, I feel like Nick Chubb's your guy that you're looking for this year in the on day two. I think the team I think fits his skill set really well would be the Cleveland Browns. I am I think that offensive line is pretty talented. I think that he would match up really well with Duke Johnson as a yeah. pairing. Do you have another team that you think that he would uh, do really well on? Yeah, only because I can't send one of my favorite college players ever to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Panthers. You know, I like I think they're trying to find a long term replacement for uh, Jonathan Stewart. You know, Chris McCaffrey was the eighth overall pick, but he's more of like a flex player where he's going to play receiver and running back. Uh, so if they added like a true running back to pair with him for the future, I think Nick Chubb would be a perfect complement for him. And and like I said before, he get, he can do a lot of things that Jonathan Stewart used to be able to do. So you you kind of have I guess the power to go or the the thunder to go with Christian McCaffrey's lightning, but uh, Chubb can still break a long one on his own. And that would, that would add a lot of juice to that offense, which they desperately desperately need. You know, I think we we're talking about Chubb a little bit less than I normally talk about other prospects. Well, because I think he's someone that you don't necessarily have to dive that deep into where you really know what you're getting. You know, I, I know I, I mentioned that earlier, but he's so solid in terms of what he does, and it all translates incredibly well to the NFL. I would take him at the end of round two because I still think that running back position has value in the NFL. I mean, obviously the two teams that just won the Super Bowl didn't have a running back drafted before the fourth round, but I think Chubb can bring a dynamic to an offense that, you know, is still important in this game. I think yep. my comparison for him is, I don't know, he reminds me of Maurice Jones-Drew and Ray Rice because of his build, but I really like your Jonathan Stewart comparison. That's probably better than mine. Yeah, I got that from my good pal Emory Hunt at Football Game Plan, so he can get the credit for that one. Well, Charles, man, I want to thank you for stopping by, talking Nick Chubb. I can speak for myself and all of our listeners and your, yourself as well that this is the guy that I really want to see do well in the NFL. Charles, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at 4Verts. Uh, we're back to start up our draft profiles for Football Outsiders. So I haven't picked what I'm going to do, but I should have one coming next week, next Wednesday. So I'm going to decide on who I'm going to write about tonight and uh, – I'll probably talk about it a little bit this week before I release it next week. And then follow a podcast at Setting Edge, just a podcast to do with my buddy Justin Mosqueda. We're going to dive into like analyzing some of these offseason moves, combine, pro days, stuff like that. And we'll have some cool uh, draft prospect interviews for you guys as the offseason progresses. And uh, you can find some stuff at The Falcoholic, too. Guys, he's a must follow. Every time I read anything of his, I always feel like I learn a a lot he's gonna do deep dives into film and he's really gonna show you exactly why he's thinking what he's thinking guys he's charles mcdonald i'm elliot chris this is the draft daily podcast as always thank you for tuning in